Welcome to the Queer Mercado Podcast. This is where you listen to LGBTQ plus vendors, artists, and creators that make up the Queer Mercado community. You will hear their stories, their motivations, and get to experience their magic. I'm your host, Gaudencio Marquez, one of the founding organizers of the Queer Mercado, a network weaver by profession and a crochet artist. Today, we are having a very special chat because we are turning one. Can y'all believe it? I can't. It's been a journey. One year ago, we launched our first Queer Mercado. And to celebrate this milestone, Ryan and I will be doing a reflection of the past year, and Ryan, as many of you know, is one of the founders of the Queer Mercado alongside Diana and myself. He is an event coordinator, a socialite, and an all-around amazing individual. We will chat about the things that make us unique, the community that joins us every single month, and some of the magical moments that bring us joy. So let's get right into this. Hi, Ryan. Hello. How are you doing today? Cheers to our one year anniversary. Oh, yes. We have some rosé and we're celebrating. Cheers. Thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to reflecting back on the past 12 months. It's been a crazy roller coaster. For reals. It really has. So why don't we start? Uh, because I don't think a lot of people have had the pleasure of uh, knowing who Ryan Montez is. Why don't we tell them a little bit about who you are? Well, I am a Gemini. I'm originally from, I'm a SoCal native. Uh, my dad actually was raised in East LA. So I feel like a real connection with the area. Um, he grew up on what is now Cesar Chavez. And... Um, Green, whatever good that street is. I can't remember. And um, so, yeah, he and he actually was in the hospital where Hilda Solis High School is. He, he was born there? No, he wasn't born there, but he wa- he had pneumonia. Okay. And so he, he was um, taken care of there. And I guess there were, uh, the nurses were nuns. Uh, and so he used yeah. to always tell me about the nuns and how they took care of him. Yeah, I've heard so many stories about people like either being born or so many that hospital people. being. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I think Diana oh, talked about being crazy. born there. Okay, don't don't quote me on that, but I think that Diana yeah, so many uh, has people. talked about. Yeah, so it's sort of a full circle moment for mm-hmm. a lot of folks to. Yeah, I definitely feel like a a full full circle moment, you know, and with the connection to the area, and you know, my dad's been gone for nine years, but I I feel like I feel him with me mm. when I'm in that area, mm. so. Oh, mm-hmm. thanks for sharing that. I, I didn't know you felt that way. Yeah. Oh. So we've been friends for a long time. 15 years. <laughs> I love how you beat me to it. Um, we met through my brother. Right. right? I was actually going to say it was closer to 20 years ago, but uh, 15 plus. 15 plus. We can keep it at 15 yeah. plus. Um, you know, when Diana approached me about helping her with the queer mercado and she had this idea and she's like, I've launched the goddess mercado and, and you know, I want to create a space for a queer community. Like I immediately jumped into it. Right. And you were the first person that I thought of. And um, I remember thinking like, okay, like how do I get Ryan to jump on board here, right? And so um, I remember that day that we drove to Orgullo Fest Mm -hmm. um, because you were going to be meeting Diana for the first time. No, that was the second time. I met her when we went to Latina, uh, the not Latina, we went to 
um, the goddess in. Oh, in, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And she gave me a little coin card. Uh-huh. And it was very small. I think it was one of the very first goddesses. Yeah. And um, it was like in the garment district. It was a downtown. Yeah, it was in downtown. So that's, you know what? That's funny that you mentioned that. Because mm-hmm. so we both met Diana at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And so we drove to Orgullo Fest because mm-hmm. we're like, okay, so Diana and I had already been having conversations about the name. And I was in Guadalajara, like going back and right. forth with her. And then I, you know, I was like, Brian already knows her. I, I guess subconsciously, I was like, Brian already knows her. <laughs> Let's bring him in and um, and tell us about sort of that experience moving forward on that. I think it's all about timing. And you knew that I had just lost my job two days before. So you knew I was available. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a background. I've done event planning for 10 plus years with corporate events for a large company. And, uh, you know, I have done like international weddings and very small, like things for friends or family. And, you know, she sold me when we went to that, to Reds Mm -hmm. and she was talking about her vision and, and what, what she saw that it could be. And I was like, Oh my God, she's right. I've never been somewhere where all the vendors are queer. I've never had that experience. So, and as as a professional shopper, <laughs> I felt like, oh, that's that's a unique, that's a that's a niche. That's yeah. definitely something that is needed. I've never had that before. So I thought, okay, I'm free. So let's do it. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I had somewhat of a similar experience because I remember thinking. If the if the queer mercado could be anything like what I experienced with the goddess mercado mm-hmm. and that feeling of like power and of beauty and of of just people doing their thing, right? Um, I was like, let's do this. Like the queer mercado could become something really beautiful in a community, right? And so, right. Um, so did did you ever imagine that it could be sort of what it is today? A year later, never. Ah, why? I didn't think, I remember, you know, when we started and we met at, um, yeah, when we met there at Reds and everything, I think we were 27 days before the actual event. That's true. Yeah. So we jumped in and we just started working and we were, you know, we were doing all these things and she was like, I got the location. I got the banner, you know, I got the Instagram, I got the handle. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're halfway there. So we started getting, and we had what, 50 or 40 vendors? We had 42 vendors 42 that first vendors. one. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I felt like so accomplished that day. And at the end of that, you know, four, you know, 4.30, it's ended. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then, you know, I'm ready to go home. They're like, oh, okay, see you next month. I'm like, we're doing this again? <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't know it was going to be monthly. <laughs> you really didn't know it was going to no. be monthly then? <laughs> no. I, I was like, you know, oh. that's really funny because like, that's how kind of like grassroots stuff happens. Like you just start doing yeah, shit, yeah. like stuff. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like missing communication. And like, sometimes you don't know all of the information. And then all of a sudden you're like, what in the world am I getting myself into? I mean, I have to really say like, you know, in under 30 days, yeah. when we all came together, um, I think, you know, when I came on board, it was like the official, the alignment. Oh, uh, 
So I feel that Check out Ryan. that really everything happened so fast, but also it everything made sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I always, you know, like the the video that Mike De La Roca yes. did mm-hmm. with and like how that worked. I yeah. mean, I had it normally. I talked to my best friend, Vanessa. Yeah. Every day. And for some reason, I think she had been on a trip and I, you know, something had happened. And so we hadn't spoken. So then when we finally talked, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm volunteering for the Queer Mercado. We're starting this thing. And she was like, awesome. Like, cool. How can I help you? Like, that's great. And I, you know, I gave her the spiel and I told her what we were doing. And I think that was a Wednesday Uh that I talked to her. And that afternoon, Mike came in. And he had said, oh, I'm looking for um, content for, for to capture summer in East L.A. Um, and she goes, I got something for you. Yes! And by that afternoon, he was emailing me. Yeah. And then I think, you know, and then when I approached you guys, Diana was like, what? What are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, this guy's going to come. He's going to like, make Trust a video. <laughs> it's going to be really cool. We could use it, you know. And he, you know, he owns a great coffee company. and. Yeah. Tepito Coffee. Yeah, Tepito Coffee is amazing. And like, we were like, everything just aligned, you know? Yeah. You know, I've always said like that, that video helped us take what we were doing to another level. It professionalized in a really cool. Everything we were doing. That's exactly right. It's a time capsule. Yeah, it's a time capsule. It is a time capsule. Because it really captured every single thing. The vendors, the customers. Yeah. The entertainment. The essence of who we are. Yeah. Absolutely. You did amazing. I did. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and you you kind of jokingly said this, that you you coming in sort of, like, brought everything into alignment. Right? Bobby. But it's true, though. Like, I am so grateful that you agreed to jump on board with this. Like, yeah. I know that there was, like, a moment of, like, what the world is this? Like, oh, and, I- you know, like... I'm not from a vendor world at all, and, and neither, neither are you. Yeah. So I, I don't think, I mean, I think The Goddess was my first pop-up that I had ever been to. Okay. You know, I had been to a, some sample sales. <laughs> um, no, no, girl. I, I've been to a lot of, like, pop-up markets, and I love pop-up markets. Oh, no, I have not. And I've been to Dangis and Mercados. And, no. But, but, but you're right. Like, I think that the the connection that we just kind of had and that we jumped into and partly i think it was because of the the connection that we had as a community mm-hmm. that we trusted each other right and that we're like all right we can do this just the same way that your friend vanessa said i got you ryan right like that's what she did and she brought oh, no. she a- right. activated yeah. her relationships and brought one of a, such a key she's partner. a connector she's a connector she's a connector that's what love we love like that she's a connector <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vanessa, if you're right. listening to this. We appreciate you very much. And right. Tepito Coffee. Um, oh, my God. Mike De La Rocha, like, we really, really appreciate mm-hmm. Mike for his... Support. Support, his one. trust, his... I mean, he yeah. did such a beautiful video. And we're going to... Uh, we'll link it to this as well so you all can see. Oh, yeah. We're what, doing it on next Thursday. Yes. Oh, for oh, a oh, for a throw. Yeah. As a throw. I love it. Yeah. Ryan is also our social media guru. <laughs> so if you're impressed with our social media and Instagram, that's all Ryan. So thank you, Ryan, for that. So um, let's talk a little bit about some of the um, uh, sort of some highlights or things that have like popped up over this past year that you're like, you know, this is why we do the work that we do. Can you I have a few. 
What are some that you can think of? I think it is, like I said earlier, I've, ne- I've never really done been to pop-ups. The closest I've been is maybe like a, a farmer's market in Long Beach. Yeah. So f- for me, I, I really didn't know what people were going to sell, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my Mercado that I'd been to is just in Mexico City. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. like, I, I was really, like... Which probably was Bob. <laughs> right. I was like, so I don't know what what's, this is going to be. I don't know what people are going to sell, you know, and what have you. And I was so inspired by these people who, you know, I like to go around every every event and I introduce myself to new vendors and I say hello and I check out their merchandise, take pictures and all that stuff. But I mean, the craftsmanship, yes. the the artisans, the yeah. creativity is just so mind blowing. And so many people are, this is like, that was their very first event. That's true. They because of the pandemic, they had been sitting at home. Yeah, they were. You know, they wanted a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. They decided not to make sourdough bread, <laughs> and they thought, hmm, "Let me let me try something else." Yeah. And they launched a business, and they were doing it at home. And they thought, when they saw the queer mercado, that that is going to be their outlet. Yeah. And that's so inspiring and to me. And now they're like business, like launching blowing businesses, up. Blowing, blowing up. up. It's it's incredible to mm-hmm. see. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm not blowing up, but I'm one of those people that was yeah. like, I, I'm crocheting, I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I started doing more of it. And this is the first time that I ever do a pop-up at right. the Queer Mercado. Yeah. Um, and you know, speaking of vendors, one of the really cool things that I've uh, that that brings me a lot of joy has been vendors supporting each other, right? Oh my gosh. And so the community. Yeah. I've never seen something like this because a lot of times, well, you know, cause I do the layout and so people will be like, Oh, can I be by so-and-so? Can I sit? I want this space. I want to be by them. I thought like, Oh, is this like mean girls? Like, <laughs> no, like, it's not mean girls. No, it is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. They wear matching t-shirts. Yeah. I've seen that. Oh, so who were the people that were rare? It was Ashe. It was um, Magic uh, Oil Box. Magic Oil Human Box, Beans. Human and um, what? Mancini. Oh, Minichi Makers. Yeah, Minichi oh, Makers. Yeah. They're all so cute. Like just they, yeah. the community. That, and yeah. they always want to, you know, I know that they have to be by each other. <laughs> so, and I love that because they watch each other for their breaks. Yeah. They, they know how much each other's products are they i mean they have really built a community yeah yeah you know um one of the the vendors um one of the other sort of pieces so like maps la for example anna um ended up inviting a friend of hers her bff she calls oh my gosh and she brought him in and said like encouraged him and said like i'm not vending this month because i'm going to support you and helped him sort of pop up set it up and do and it's just really cool to see that like that level of i laugh because when i saw her last month Uh because she came you know 7 30 in the morning to help him set up but i didn't know I, I was like, what are you doing here? You're not, you're, you're not, not here. This. <laughs> I don't have a space for you. And she's like, no, I'm helping my friend. I was like, oh, th- I would go, oh that's so nice of you. Yeah. But oh, thank goodness. Like, I, don't know. I was like, oh, I don't have a space. But her friend, what's the company's name? It's like included. Um, included. E-N-K. Uh, looted. Amazing. Like, oh, yeah. That was his very first event. Yeah. 
And, you know, and this is a, the other part of like the vendors that I constantly admire is that there's always a connection to who they are in some way or another and include it. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's their culture, their community, mm-hmm. their familias, but also like, the, you know, experiences. Right. And so like included has brought forward a mental health sort of approach to their line. Like that's that's part of what their intention is. If you look at their line, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. It is so smart. And that's the level of vendors that we have, right? It is like different level. Like it it could be at a department store. It could be at a boutique. It is it's yeah. that's it's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Very well done. Yeah. You know, the other thing that has come up is um the the, the the safe space that this has become, mm-hmm. right? And so we see families coming in with mm-hmm. their children. Uh, we see youth coming in and expressing themselves in such an incredible way, um, whether it's in how they dress, in who they're bringing in, in how they're expressing sort of love for each other. Mm-hmm. And you see same gender couples and transgender youth that are coming in and being, and you could see that they feel safe, right? Absolutely. And it's incredible to see that. I saw, I was witness, I didn't see the whole entire thing, but I mean, I was right there. I saw someone get proposed. Oh my God, I heard about that. Yeah. How, I, I, this is this is where like all of these things happened, mm-hmm. right? What 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 happened to you? Do, did we capture any of it? No, <gasps> not, not one picture. I was taking pictures of a performance uh-huh. and I look on the side and I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Somebody was on their knees. (laughs) Okay, so if you're listening to this and you propose at the queer mercado, please send us pictures. We want to post that. We We want content. Yeah, (laughs) but we also want to be a part of that joy and that love. And so, you can get married on our stage. (gasps) I'm just saying. Oh my god, I can see that. I can totally see that. Um, You know, Eduardo and I contemplated um, renewing our vows at the queer mercado. Our anniversary is coming up, so right. but we're not doing it there. Um, but um, you know, one of the other things that I also really um, that that I just wanted to highlight in terms of the the power of the this space is one of our vendors, Adelita's Revenge. Um, they have start. They started with the Goddess Mercado from the mm-hmm. beginning. Started with the Queer Mercado from the beginning. Lesbian couple, lesbian owned, women owned. Um, uh, Latina, Latine owned, um, and they recently launched their own brick and mortar. They opened up their own brick and mortar in Long Beach. And you just went to their store. I did. We posted about him. I was so impressed with their store. I thought uh-huh. it was very carefully, very curated. Yeah, brilliantly curated. The stuff in there is amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know their backstory. So they're going to be, yeah. So I want to, I want to know that, Yeah. but, um, I love them in general and I, I love the boutique and I think they're, they're fantastic. And most of the folks in that space are queer mercado vendors. Yeah. A lot of them are, um, you see Amado from ethical punk, you see empty threads, you see, um, folks, folks from the goddess mercado as Mm -hmm. well, like Maricaren or, um, she she does cards. Um, I think it's Mari Karen or Karen. Oh, Sorry. Seba. No, was well, Seba is also there, and then we also. Um, uh, I think oh, Latina they do Hustle. have so greeting cards. Yes, they yes, have yes, greeting yes, cards. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I, I apologize for not remembering, but um, they, there's a lot of really cool, incredible vendors that mm-hmm. are there as well. So um, about a month ago, 
or no, actually, let me reframe that. It's a couple months ago, back in April, which is more than a couple months ago, um, we did, we interviewed a few folks at the Queer Mercado. And so what was really interesting about that is that we were able to experience and hear what people were um, experiencing at the Queer Mercado. So why don't we listen to a few folks that, um, that talked to us that day so uh, let's start by listening to Jose Richard Aviles. Um, uh, they go by Soy Nalgona on Instagram. And uh, let's, let's listen to uh, their description of and their experience of the queer mercado. Hola. Oh, we have a very special guest here visiting us at the Queer Mercado. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Buenas tardes para las señoras que están tomando cafecito. O las señoras que acaban de salir del, tú sabes, del delicioso. Este, my name is Jose Richard Aviles, a.k.a. Soy Nalgona. Hi. Thank you so much for stopping by. You've been here to the Queer Mercado a couple of times, mm -hmm. and we love when you're here. You're queer royalty in our no. community. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Ay, gracias, no, gracias, gracias. And so we really appreciate you stopping by. So what do you think about this space? I love it. I was literally telling my friend that I'm here with today. I'm like, this feels like a day in La Ciudad de Mexico. You go to El Tianguis, you have your quecas, your garnachas, and it's just beautiful that it's also queer vendors where we get to, you know, show, showcase the beautiful art that folks are doing, but also invest in community. You know what I mean? Like, we can choose to invest in other big corporations or lo que sea, or just invest in other jotería that is just doing the work, you know? Eso, eso, eso. People that are doing the work, that are healing, that are creating some beautiful, beautiful artwork. Um, who are some of the vendors that you're like, oh my God, I love this work? Yes. Oh my God. So I go all the time to um, Ethical Punk. Ethical Punk. punk. Yes. I love Amado. Amado has designed earrings for me. You know, oh. the soy, soy Nalgona. That's Amado. And the Desmadrosa earrings. That's Amado. And then the homies back here. I como se llama? Indie Threads. <gasps> Indie Threads. I girl, se me olvidó el suéter. And I was like, I'm cold. Then <laughs> el rebolso. So I got me a shawl over there. And then I went over here to La Comadre Robert. Okay. She has like a bunch of beautiful, like poncho situations. Unos vestiditos ahí también. Oh. And we got this little situation. I was like, oh, I'm going to wear like a little... Uh, bralette and some like a una tanguita Ooh, and come out. That's gonna look so cute. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> with for the that glass of wine. Out. With the glass of wine. <laughs> no, no, for sure. So there's a lot of vendors that I like here. I, you know, we just went to este Magia de Tierra. They have some bomb sí. teas over there. Then we went to the cafecito. Este, what sí. is it called? Uh, scary Good Coffee. Scary Good sí. Coffee. I mean, it was Scary Good Coffee. <laughs> and they do have a mazapan flavor. No way. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of good out. vendors. I feel like, you know, we're, we're still sticking around for a couple more hours and just go I absolutely love Soy Nalgona Jose Richard Aviles is something else they bring a smile to me just hearing <laughs> their voice like yeah. the minute words are are said I'm smiling but I, I think that they make an excellent point about supporting you know non-corporate yep. and I think that's really resonated with um, with attendees yeah. Because, you know, especially just coming off Pride Month. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure we, we've all seen those memes that, you know, July 1st, you know, corporations are done with the gays. But, like, that's what I love about the Cuermercado. And, you know, we are gay every day. We are year round. Yeah, year round. It is Pride every month. It is a celebration. And I always say that, you know, when people ask me if this is needed or why are we doing this, 
this is for every gay. Yeah. It's, it's for, of course, the young teenagers that are coming out or the youth, but also like gay or LGBT families that maybe they're, you know, they're not into the bar scene. They want to, you know, bring their kids in a stroller. Yeah. This is the environment for this them. It. it celebrates the community. Yeah. And it's not, you know, and also I had someone who, you know, they messaged us who thanked us for doing this because it was something they could do that celebrated LGBT community, but while they're sober, because mm. they were coming from a, you know, mm. celebrating mm-hmm. the sobriety. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you never know and yeah. what what this can do. So it's incredible. And I also appreciated how he, how how they communicated that, this is a space that reminds them culturally, right? The tianguis, the mercados, the garnachas, and mm-hmm. that it's also queer. Right. And that it creates that space where these intersections can collide and can be and co- can exist in such an incredible way. And um, when we think about community, this is this is such an incredible community that that we have developed as a community because this wasn't just you, Diane and me. No. This was the community trusting us and saying, we got you like we want this and we're going to be a part of this because people come back every month. Well, I always laugh because when we first started in the very first event, it was the vendors were kind of weary of us. A little bit. I remember that. Yeah. Like, who are you? Who are you? you What are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Like very few were like embrace, like, hi, you know, like it's not like today, like now we've built this great reputation where people are like, I've been wanting to come here. I'm so excited. But when I remember walking around and people were, we were set, you know, they were setting up and then we'd walk around and people were like, who are you? What are, what are you guys doing? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, and that's the incredible part of where we're at now right. that, that the community has developed so much trust that whenever somebody new comes in, they're like, we can support you and right. you're going to love it here. And that's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, the other thing that 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 I that resonates with this conversation about community is um, this idea of of prov- sort of giving back to community and creating space for each other. And so, um, uh, Dr. Anita from Castilale, um talked about this in one of our lives mm-hmm. months ago, where she described be, being in community. When you buy from somebody like at the yes, Career Mercado, yes. you're in community with them because not only are you like literally learning their story and hearing and connecting with the individual but then you're also like taking something that they created with their own hands their own sweat with their own like you know time which is so valuable and well, i think just like one of your garments or the items that you make right. from your crochet i mean yes you are very fast <laughs> not as so, fast as i want to be but <laughs> you are very fast at it but it is still your like yeah. if i always think like oh you know, whatever you're going through, like, obviously, I think you're a very joyous and happy person. So that is radiating and, and going, you know, that spirit is going into your work. Yeah, yeah. If you but at this, you know, if you were boohooing and going through a bad time, (laughs) you know, it would probably be crooked. and, (laughs) And, you know, it would be off. And, you know, the not, you know, knots would be in it or something. But so I think, I think yeah. that's so true. Yeah. And you know, and, and to that particular point, when we think about people creating, it's also offering an outlet, a healing outlet mm-hmm. that is helping us doing work with our hands. Our ancestors have always done that. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a healing component to that. And so 
we are a part of each other's healing when mm -hmm. we buy from each other, when we support each other's those creations. Um, so let's listen to um, to some folks that. Um, so actually, let's listen to Melina from Santana. She um, uh, that this was her first time at the Crib Mercado, mm -hmm. and I loved connecting with her. Let's listen to her Doing some incredible work with youth For here sure. in the community in East LA as well. Um, so, what what is it that? What would you tell your friends about this space? Like, how would you describe it? It's very welcoming, very friendly. Um, you can definitely feel the love, okay. and that's what really is going to make me come back. Yes. I will make the travel out here. I love it. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Have you seen all of the vendors yet? I did. Okay. There's a lot of little things. A lot of them I, I need to go back to, but um, I have to use restrooms. So. <laughs> She's so cute. I mean, I love hearing her enthusiasm about coming all the way from Santana or in Orange County. She's so cute. I remember her. And so she left a mark. And normally I don't remember customers. <laughs> uh, but she was really excited. Like, she, she was really showing is. me what she bought. She was very cute. Yeah. You know, when I asked her uh, how she would describe this space, she said it would be welcoming. and Or she would describe it as welcoming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's... it's it may, it. it Fills my heart, but it also breaks my heart that a totally. lot of our community members don't feel welcome in a lot of spaces, right? And we still have a lot of work to do. And I think that this is a cool testament to the work that as a community we're doing to build something that is welcoming. Absolutely. And for her, I think that it's it's really encouraging that that she could first time coming alone. She was meeting a friend there. Yeah. I mean, she was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so that let's transition into her friend. Her friend actually had been there before at mm. the queer mercado. So and, her friend had come, yes, and then told her Melina, friend, mm -hmm. yeah, and was like, "You, you have, have to, to come go. next month." <laughs> yes, yes. So she talks about a couple of things. So I want to sort of um, hear what she has to say and why she came back. Yes. My, my name is Ellie. Thank you so much for having me in your podcast. Yes, thank you yeah. for being here. Thank you for being here and coming back. Yes, absolutely. The very first time that I experienced this, I felt very welcome. Okay. I like the fact that it was very inclusive. It's nice to see like an LGBT community come together and for everybody to join. Uh, and I, I really, really love my experience the first time. Oh, so you're back again. Yes, you're like, absolutely. I have to come back. Let me bring my friends. Yes, I actually have a friend performing today. Uh, you guys can go ahead and check her out. Mistress Five. Mistress K5 on okay. Instagram. She's performing today at 2 o'clock. She's a comedian. Uh, she's, she's one a of the comedian. comedians. Yeah, yeah, she's one of the comedians. So I'm excited to see. Let's also listen to sort of what she said about why this space is important. Because um, that was really cool about how she described the importance of the space. 
I think it's very important because uh, as a Latina, I, I, it makes me feel happy to see my community, my culture in such a great environment. Um, usually you see these type of events in different areas of the city, but I am so glad that East LA has a, an event like this where it can be inclusive of all of us, all Hispanics, Latinos, just bring the community together. And uh, again, Thanks for creating such a great environment. <laughs> it, it, you know, we get to see, we get to sometimes see and experience like the, you know, their pride events. But yes. sometimes, even as people of color, we don't find, yes, our, you know, of course. You know, it, safe it's spaces for us. It's so versus. nice to see so many Latinos come out yes. and be a part of the community and all that stuff. You know, um, uh, as as a minority, we've been suppressed in many areas. You know, and so to have the opportunity to showcase how talented we are in so many ways. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. And we're beautiful and we're talented. Yes, absolutely. And we see it. We right? bring the Latino flavor to the house, baby. <laughs> we bring the Latino flavor to the house. We're here uh, and we are queer. That's right. That's she, right. oh, I love it. Yeah. It was really cool to hear um, Ellie talk about why they came back. But also really sort of talk about the importance of these spaces, right? And this idea, the theme of inclusivity, but also the theme of like, here we are, we exist and we're thriving and we're right. incredibly talented. I think it speaks volumes on the fact that we have it in East LA. Yeah. And it is a community where obviously there's gay people. Yeah. The LGBT has always been in East LA. We've existed everywhere. We've existed everywhere. But now we are a presence yeah. and, you know, we, we're visible. We have that humongous 10 foot sign on the corner. <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> and when people drive by, yeah. I literally had that happen last time. People were driving by. Yeah. Um, this guy that I used to work with and his wife that they followed me on social media. Uh -huh. So they knew about the queer Mercado and they saw that giant <laughs> sign and they said, Hey, I think that's Ryan's thing. So they weren't planning to come. No, they were, they were going to <laughs> breakfast and they were like, I think that's Ryan's thing. Yeah. They yeah. did a U-turn yeah. parked and then they came in. The, the, the visibility aspect of this is, is incredible. One of the things I, I had a similar experience. It was a lesbian couple who had gotten an Airbnb in the area yes. and they were waiting for their Airbnb for a concert that they were going mm -hmm. to. I think that they were coming from Northern yeah. California or something. And then all of a sudden they see this huge sign. They're like, wait, what is going on here? We need to go there. Mm -hmm. And they showed up and they had a wonderful time yeah. as they waited for their Airbnb. But that's the incredible part about like being visible, right? That we're able to see spaces for us um, that typically are not necessarily there. Um, well, just like last time, wasn't it your friend that drove from, yeah, from India? Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I've had multiple friends who come out from different parts of, you know, the Southern California area who are like, yeah, let, let's go, let's yeah. go and visit. And, um, people who are, whose kids recently came out, right. you know, and who are like, how do I support my child? And I want to make sure that they see themselves represented. And so it's really cool to see that, what we are creating and what we've created as a community is, is something that people are like, I want to be there, you know? It's a beautiful time. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So I want to listen to Danelia. 
Danelia performed. She is part of Corner House. Um, Corner House. The Corner House. The Corner House, uh, a band out of Long Beach. And they've been performing with us from the beginning, actually. And so it's really cool to see. Uh, and I, just so that we can hear her talk about the growth and her experience with the career mercado. Let's listen to her. I play as part of the band The Corner House yes. and um, you all you know invited us for the actually the first one we played I remember yeah that. and so it's just been really amazing to see the growth and how much expansion the community has reached yeah. um, I can really see that you all are working really hard to put all of this together including the podcast and keeping keeping us plugged in in between the queer mercado you know because that's really what makes the community thrive yeah. I think having a connection even when we're not here, you know? So it's been amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so happy that you're happy. And let's also listen to her experience. But today, actually, I really wanted to come as a, as a patron, mm. you know? I really wanted to see what it would be like to take my time. I have my dog with her rainbow costume on and my daughter's running around with the kids and it's just a good time. It's like family time, you know? And it's definitely a different vibe, I think, um, from performing because you know we come and we want to sound good yeah. <laughs> um, and then after you know we like to walk around and, and mingle with everyone it's wonderful but it's nice today to just kind of take my time and yeah. shop she also does a really nice job at describing the space so if you were to describe the queer mercado to somebody that has never experienced it what would you say i would say it's just like a huge queer party <laughs> you heard it here from my traditional yeah. mommy. <laughs> yeah. So and and I also love that it's it's family friendly, yeah. you know, because um, especially right now with all of the anti-gay legislation, like there's a lot of uh, people who think that it's un inappropriate to expose children to queer culture and to the gay community, you know. And and here, like our kids are running around. We know they're safe. We know they're with you know, family and everyone here is looking out for everyone, you know, so it's, it's affirming, even though out there there's so much hatred and so much like closed mindedness here, we don't have that, like here it's safe and we can just be ourselves. Danelia is, is such a gem in our community and I appreciate her message and how she describes the queer mercado. Danelia for president. Ah! I, mean, I think she... She's so talented. She's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I love the way she captures, you know, she summarizes our work. Yeah. The, 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 the safe spaces that we're creating, especially amidst the challenges that we're facing as a country. Absolutely. So let's just listen to like two new folks that came in and, and, and experienced the mercado really quickly. Yes, my name is Alex Molina. My pronouns are they, them. I live in Long Beach, and it's my first time at Queer Mercado. And honestly, I'm in love. Like, everything here is so cute. I'm in love with Frida Kahlo and Selena, and everything is just so amazing. I'm wearing my Bad Bunny t-shirt because I love the Perea Sola. So I'm all about this place, and I'm definitely going to be coming every month uh, going forward and tell all my friends about it because... We as Latinos have to support each other and we have to support Latino businesses because as queers, we're always having to navigate and uh, find our own ways of survival and everything. So definitely want to support our own community here. Oh, I love it. Well, to take the analogy, you were crocheting, so you were weaving in all these threads and here you are doing it with people. So that was kind of fun to listen to and um, to end this conversation and, and have them recap who we are a little bit. I love hearing their perspective and you know, 
all the work that we do, all the hours are definitely worth it. Yeah. When you hear things like that. Yeah. You know, all this great new gray hair <laughs> is, is paying off from it's our work. Up. But no, I mean, it is a labor of love. And I love hearing their their perspective on it. Yeah, it, it really is a labor of love. And I, I, I 100% agree with you. Like hearing the excitement on people's voices, hearing people just want to come back. Um, it's really... Uh, powerful, and I love just listening to these conversations of people, the descriptions of how people experience the mercado. Absolutely. So thank you, thank you so much, Ryan, for joining me today on our podcast where we're reflecting on our birthday. Uh, this is so exciting, and thank you so much for, again, th thank you for joining me and reflecting and um, just really sort of celebrating everything that has been accomplished this past year. It's been 11 events. It's yeah. been 12 months. So I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in the next 12 months. A hundred percent. Thank you so much. Thank you for agreeing to join us and for being <laughs> such a critical part of the Mercado. I appreciate you so, so much. So gracias. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget that you can find us the third Saturday of each month from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Hilda Solis Learning Academy in East Los Angeles. This podcast has been made possible by the incredible leadership of our producer, Xavier Mejia, our sponsors, Kaiser Permanente, Reach LA, and a list of community backers, which you can find in the show notes. Please follow us on social media at The Queer Mercado. And for more information on this episode, please email us at thequeermercado at gmail.com. Gracias y hasta luego.